it's not all about hitting people because at the end of the day, if you just go around hitting people, you're not a dominatrix, you're an asshole. Welcome to Seeking Sydney, where we answer your curious questions about our harbour city. My name's Monica Samioa, and this week's question took me on a whirlwind of an adventure. The person who submitted this question decided to stay anonymous, so I'll have Chris repeat the question for me. Does Sydney have an underground BDSM culture? I uh, wasn't particularly sure how to tackle this question and where to even start. I knew about the term, but I didn't really know exactly what it meant. I contacted Mistress Lenore, who has been in the industry for a couple years now and works privately, to help give me a breakdown of the term. The term BDSM itself is an umbrella term. It's an overlapping abbreviation. It's bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, and sadism and masochism. As we were chatting away, she made me realize that there is more to BDSM than just a kinky play, change, latex, and pain. A mistress or master wears many different hats, figuratively and, well, literally. You're a sex therapist... You are obviously a mistress, you're a doctor, and you're a janitor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, although BDSM may sound like it only involves pain, many people participate to revamp their sex life, explore their sexuality, and what I was able to uncover throughout this journey to relieve stress, a lot of it. BDSM is primarily psychological. A lot of people seem to think that it's just hitting people and beating people. And, you know, things like Fifty Shades of Grey definitely did not help that. They're scared to actually delve into it because they think it's all violence. And when the fact is, it most of it is psychological. I mean, there's nothing wrong with just having a physical session. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There are people who get, as we were saying before, a cathartic release from their sessions, a lot of that comes from the mental aspect and being able to tap into their sexual identity and their identity as a whole and be able to get that release that they need. When you put it in a psychological lens, you need to be able to get into the mind of your submissive or your dominant and to be able to understand what makes them work. She also said some clients just come in and want to talk. A lot of them, they tell me their problems too. That's the thing. It's not all just sex. Like, I love listening to people and where they've come from. And so being able to hear people from different walks of life explain why they like this particular fetish, why they want to uncover it, and why they want to explore it with me. After speaking with Mistress Lenore, I wanted to know more about BDSM and how it relates to sexual therapy. I also wanted to get a first-hand look at a dungeon and speak with more professionals in the industry. I then found myself upon the steps of one of Australia's finest BDSM establishments. The outside of Temple 22 looks like any other normal house in the city of Sydney. I was confused when I first arrived because I wasn't sure I was at the right place. I looked left, I looked right, I even looked up and down to see if I saw any sign I was at the right place. After a few moments of looking around and seeing if anyone was watching how confused I was, I walked up to the front door and saw a small camera which had a blue button right under it. After pressing it, a few moments later, the front door unlocked on its own, and I cautiously stepped in. Ready to explore our yes, <laughs> I am. I met Mistress Rubin, who is the owner of Temple 22 and has been in the industry for almost 30 years. I met Master Dominic, who also has 20 years of experience. They gave me a tour of Temple 22 and answered a lot of the questions I had after speaking with Mistress Lenore. This is our most popular cross-dressing room and fun room and so mistress rubin said many professionals in the industry were disappointed with 50 shades of gray because it gave an indication that people involved in the industry were abusive and mentally off or it comes from a result of trauma or abuse in their life and that's just not the case it's still more male however in all the years i've been doing it there has been a massive i think with the movies and the music and you know media etc over the last 20 years like madonna's sex book and 
and then the Fifty Shades of Grey actually, as much as we all hate it in the industry, it actually got so many vanilla people really interested in trying this kind of thing. So it's really exploding. It's not as underground as it used to be. She also said that people are exploring themselves more openly now. They're more relaxed and more eager to discover themselves. And if you want to be disconnected and have the session be all about you and your own sensations, you can also experience that in a very safe environment. Many years I've had people that seeking me out to give a session whenever they're feeling a bit uptight or stressed or depressed and they choose a scene with me and instead of taking like medication mm. you know for them they get the same effect like every month or something they'll come in and they're feeling a bit tight around release and yeah. you know and so I give them what they need whether it be a heavy spanking and a few strokes <laughs> of the cane and a you know and it just releases mm-hmm. all that stress for them and they walk out of here feeling like a million bucks Master Dominic then explained to me about having the ultimate trust with their clients and being able to show them that they can be themselves while supporting positive growth, mental balance, and evolvement. We get exposed to their raw, authentic selves because the Mm. actions speak so much louder than words. So people, you know, a lot of people, they have jobs where they're, you know, whether it be sales or whatever, Mm. and they're having to, like, spin their life. But here they can't hide their true selves. So it's kind of like a sanctuary for them in a way. That they come here and they, they can, can be themselves. Like, yeah, like a mask comes mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they 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 bear the inside of them. So many people have to wear these masks to please their family, to please their partners, to please their friends because they're they're frightened of risking their relationships or connections or not being accepted. So here you're accepted, yeah, you know, most, and one of the most non-judgmental yeah. places in the whole country. Really. So, so it's addictive. You, it. you know, if you have a place that you feel like you can go to where you can really be yourself and you're not going to be judged and you're going to be accepted and, and not just accepted, but people are just going to love you for your uniqueness and your openness, you know, it's, it's going to be addictive. After speaking about how important trust is between their clients, Mistress Rubin stressed the importance of doing research before participating in BDSM and making sure you're mentally ready. Look, you can you can go to a practitioner that's not experienced, that doesn't know what they're doing, and it can cause you damage, like definitely. And I highly recommend doing your research. You know, if this is an area that you're, you're interested in, definitely do your research. Make sure that you go somewhere that's safe, somewhere that's legally compliant, and research the people that you're interested in seeing and that you know make sure that they've got enough experience to play with you in a safe way you know this sort of play in the wrong hands can be very destructive and very very dangerous but it can also be so therapeutic and magical and amazing this is not the complete option for people that suffer from depression and anxiety or bipolar or borderline or any of the other schizophrenia or whatever it is that so many people are living with today But it's an alternative for a lot of people that suffer from sort of like light to moderate sort of depressive episodes and anxiety. It can be very empowering for them. It's not for everybody, though. It doesn't work that way for everybody. So please, I just want to clarify that. You need to make sure that you take good care of yourself and you know yourself. The number one thing with BDSM, it's about trust and communication and making sure that you and your play partner, whoever they may be, however many you may have, that you're looked after, you know your limits and they know theirs and just to make sure that you take care of the people that you play with and have fun exploring together because at the end of the day, BDSM is fun and whether you like really hardcore stuff like mummification or you just like a little bit of a spank, have fun with it and just make sure that you're safe about it. BDSM has certainly gained more popularity over the past 20 years and it continues to grow. 
It's deeper, more emotional, and more intimate than people think. And it's not all about whips and chains. There's a pair exchange, a conscious way of relating to others that can bring a couple closer together and be more aligned to who you are authentically. So to answer this question, BDSM no longer has an underground culture in Sydney. I want to thank our listeners who keep sending in great questions for our team to answer. And if you haven't yet, submit your own question to us. We would love to answer your question. Also, check out our previous Seeking Sydney stories and learn a thing or two about Sydney. We have a new voting round next week, so go to our website, www.2scr.com, and search for Seeking Sydney and get voting.